We know the parsha starts off that Yisroi is uh, hears about the nisim that Hakadosh Baruch Hu did, like Rashi says, Kriyas Yamsuf and and he comes to join Klal Yisrael in the midbar. And the Archaim points out that it says Vayishma Yisroi Choyen Midyan. It calls Yisroi over here the Choyen Midyan, and he says that it's not really like a proper title. You're not supposed to mention to people the things that was happened bad beforehand. Why does it mention over here? Why does it give him the title of Choyen Midyan? So the simple pshat is like Rashi says later on that he was the Koyan Midian and he came to the Midbar, he left everything behind, even though he had everything in Midian, he was the Koyan Midian, but he left everything behind to come to Klai Yisrael in the Midbar. Others say the Pshat is that because we find that Lost Love by Klai Yisrael won't be Makabal and Gerim. And the reason why they won't be Makabal and Gerim is because we don't think they're Lashma, they don't, they're not coming Lashem Shemayim. Here Klai Yisrael is at the top, they want to join, the, they want to be bandwagon people. Now that Klai Yisrael is on the top, now they want to join. So will also love or they don't accept any game. When Shleim HaMelech built the base on Mikdosh, also their Klai Yisrael was on top, they were at the extreme. So it looked like people were just jumping on the bandwagon, it wasn't Don Lishmo. So therefore they did not accept game. However, the Bas Parai, who came to be Magai, that they did accept, because she was coming from a house where she had everything, and she left everything to come. So her we knew that was Lishmo, so therefore, they accepted her geiris. So that's why maybe it says, Why Klai Yisrael was now after Kriyas Yamsuf. Everyone saw the miracles that happened for Klai Yisrael. Everyone wants to be part of Klai Yisrael. Everyone wants to go with the winner. And maybe people are joining. Geir are joining because they're, they're not doing lishmo. So that's why it says, He also had everything that he needed. He was the Kayan. He was the one on top. And therefore, that's why it could be. That's why it says, that That's why they accepted him as a geir. But the Archaim says, that really there were two things, two obstacles that Yisra had. Number one, he was in society, he was at the top of the social ladder. He was like the guy, he was the guy that everyone looked up to. He was the celebrity, he was the one, he was the, he was the guy. He had a certain social status. Second of all, he was the one that was their spiritual religious leader. He was the one that was connected to the religious, he was the priest, he was the one that gave them direction in the, in the, in the Zara. So on that it says that Yisroi came and he was the Choy, that it's, it wants to emphasize Yisroi's points. The number one, he was the Choyen Midyan. So could you imagine if the Choyen Midyan, the one who's at the top level of society, so he takes somebody, Moshe at this time was only a refugee. He was a refugee, he ran away from Parai. He came there homeless pretty much, he was on his own. So here he's the leader of society and he allows his daughter to go ahead and marry Moshe Rabbeinu. It's like it's not, uh, it wouldn't be right for him. Right? It's not part of his, that's not where he's holding it. The president had a, a son-in-law that was, uh, that was not in his league. Right? It would be funny, he wouldn't be able to do it. You have to marry into the league. But Yisra was able to overcome that, and he saw the godless of Moshe Rabbeinu, and he knew that it would be good for his daughter. So he didn't care what would happen, what people would say, or what a social pressure forced him to be doing. He, he didn't care about that. And number two is once he, even though he was a spiritual leader, even though he was the priest, and he was, he was the one that gave them the hadrocha, so to speak, in their Havai Dezara, and he was the leader of their Havai Dezara, but when he saw what happened in Mitzrayim, and he saw what happened to Klai Yisrael, he saw what happened to Kriyas Yamsuf, he was able to say, I have to look differently. He was able to go out of his norms and go out of the way he was used to doing things, and he didn't have to stick with his same type of social norms that they, that they acted throughout the whole lives, and he was able to say, no, I see there's something different than the way I was. I'm, I'm able to change. This is not what I thought was not originally true. I thought that the Avodah was the best, but I made a mistake. And Kibadovar Shehazadu Alem, he saw that, and he was able to go, so to speak, out of the box, so to speak, and he was able to overcome that. And that's what made him come. So it's a mile. He was the Choyen Midian, but he was the Choyen Moshe. Even though he was the Choyen Midian, but Yisra had this thing that he was able to overcome. 
he didn't conform to the normal social pressures or to his weird situation was, and he was able to say, no, I made a mistake, and th- I have to change my life. And this is, this is what could be, that's why Rashi says that it was, he saw the miracles of Kriyas Yamsuf Umachem Samolik. So Rabbi Yaman said this morning that it was Kriyas Yamsuf, he saw the Kriyas Yamsuf, he saw the great miracles, and he saw the Machem Samolik, the war of Amolik, that they were able to, to do something with, with, uh, with Koyach and with Chutzpah, so that's what forced him to come. But maybe you could say a, a little differently, that he was able to see Kriyas Yamsuf, and he saw Kriyas Yamsuf, and he understood that that means that Klai Yisrael has a special way of life, they have a special way of dealing, and they have a special focus, they have a special mission that they have. And Amalek comes, and they have no purpose of fighting with them, they don't gain anything, there's no purpose for them. From the fact that they were able to come and make a fight, that means that where I'm stuck at, that I can't change. So why does Amalek not see what happened? Because they were stuck in their regular way of doing things, and since they were stuck in their regular way of doing things, you can't change. Once you have a normal way of doing things, you can't change. But once he saw Kriyas Yamsuf and the Mochemes Amalek, that that's what happens, that even if you're wrong, you want to you double down, so to speak, and you want to say, no, 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 I'm gonna fight, I'm gonna fight it till the end, so that's what made him come, like, like Rabbi Yom said, that's what made him come. He was able to, that's the point. The point is that Yisrael was able to overcome his way of life up until now. He was able to go above the regular normal social means and he was able to come and that's what caused him to come and he was able to come and be, that's what gave him the impetus to come and to be Megayah. And the Pasuk says that when Yisrael came, he brought, he brought his, and Rashi points out what does it mean that he brought Sipoira and the two sons after he sent her. Some people say he was Magarish, but Rashi brings down that when he came to Mitzrayim, when HaKadosh Baruch Hu had told him to go to Mitzrayim, so he came with Sipoira and he came with his two sons. And Aaron Akoyan came over to him and asked him, who are these people? He had never met them before. He said, this is my wife, this is my two kids. He says, why are you bringing them here? He says, uh, I'm coming back. You know, I'm coming back to leave Klai Yisrael out of him. It's right. So Aaron Akarin says, I'll be showing them on him with Starim. We don't have enough of uh, problems over here. Now you want to bring more? So So he sent her back to Midian, and he did not bring him with him to Mitzrayim. And the question is that it seems like uh, there's millions of kids that are in Mitzrayim at this particular time. Right? Uh, we don't notice the, uh, even a small community, not a small community, but a community like Lakewood. We know who, so many people come in, it makes a difference. You have another cu- couple of kids, two kids that are coming, they're in Shevet Levy, they're not going to work. I mean, what, what, what's it? So Rebellious Fay points out, I heard from Bashem Rebellious Fay, that he says that Aaron Akoyin was now the Manig of Klai Yisrael. He was the one that was leading of Klai Yisrael. When you're the manig of Klai Yisrael, every single person that comes in is another whole world. It's another thing that you have to take care of. It's, it's a responsibility. I remember years ago, uh, this goes back probably 20 years ago, there was someone who wanted, he went to the Rashivas and he wanted to make a tacona in Lakewood that if you come from out of town and you don't have a place to stay and you're not part of a yeshiva, you have to get Rishus to come in. So it looks, now it looks a little bit strange, but it, at that time it made sense. And the reason why, this fellow was a guy who was busy with all of these guys that didn't have a place. And every guy for him was another headache for him. Not a headache for him, but another guy that he felt that he was mechoyif to help. So every guy that came in was another whole, another whole life for him. It was a tremendous uh, sacrifice, every guy he came. That's why he wanted to do it, because he took responsibility, and he felt the responsibility of each one. So every kid that came was another parasha for him. Right? Sometimes you'll find that the people that are, they send out the letters about the, uh, before you come to town, make sure you have a certain yeshiva that you can go to. It's those people that are concerned 
about those people that have to take the achrayas to make sure that everybody gets in yeshiva. So they fill the achrayas, and for every for them, every kid makes a hoin rav. For people that are not meshubit to that, they say, okay, another kid, what's another kid, another big deal, another guy moves in. But if someone who takes responsibility, someone who is a monic, someone who is an achrayas, so for him, each person, each extra kid, each extra thing that he has to deal with is another whole yam. So that's what Aaron was saying. That for me, I'm demonic. You're going to bring two more kids? It's, it's not some two new kids to another statistic will have two more kids. But each kid is another responsibility. I have to take responsibility. I have to be moist and on. The Pesach then continues that, that, that Yisrael came to Moshe Rabbeinu. Taka came to the Midbar and it says, Vayisap and Moshe l'choisnoi. And Moshe told Yisroi everything that happened, all the things that happened to Klal Yisroi. And it says, Vayichad Yisroi, Yisroi was happy, and he said, Baruch Baruch Hashem. Right? And he gave a bracha, Baruch Hashem, Ashahitzel Eschem, Yad Mitzrayim, Umiyad Pare. And the Chassam Sefer points out, he says, Yisroi knew everything. He heard everything already. He heard all the miracles like the first boss success. What was, what was Moshe Rabbeinu coming to be Mechadash now when he added to tell him, Yisrael. What was he being mechadish? And this is now all of a sudden, now Yisrael comes and says, Boy Baruch Hashem, which the Gemara says, the Mechilta says, that we see that Yisrael was the first one. That he said, Boy Baruch Hashem. We learned the Genusun that Kla Yisrael never said Baruch. Now that Moshe Rabbeinu told him things which he already knows, what was this Milo? What happened now that Yisrael said, Boy Baruch Hashem? So Sam Sefer says that. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it says, Mi Kashem Alekeinu Bechol Kareinu Eilo. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mesavel Tefilos and Shel Tzadikim. If a person says, like the Gemara in Tainan says, Mashiv HaRuach, Vizika HaRuach. Right? The, the, the person davened, let the wind blow, the wind blows. So he says the Chlam Seifer, that really the wind was ready to blow. It was ready to be blown. It wasn't that he came up and he made the, the new, whole new thing. It was talk already there. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Misava, he wants to hear the tefillah of Samachal And once you dive, and then it comes out. But without that, but he wants that tefillah. Like it says, Mashpil Geim, Umagviya Shvalom, Moitzi Asir, Mufoydan Ovim. That says the Chsam Sorey, for that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is saying, I'll take care of that. that I don't need you. But But what I want is that you should realize that you need me, and you should ask for a certain thing. And then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will, will, be, will, will answer it. Like it says by the Yamsuf. Right? They dive into HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So this wasn't a new thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu had everything prepared for them. That he already knew. He took care of the Mitzrayim that he was able to take care of. That he didn't need. But, by, but this thing that's ready for Kal Yisrael to make the final step and to make the Gula, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu needs you to daven, because HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mis'avel at Filos and Shel Tzadikim. And this point that a person could daven, and he'll be answered, that shows the Chavivus of Klal Yisrael, the Chavivus that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to Klal Yisrael. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu puts sometimes you in a situation where you'll have to daven, because he wants to be Mis'avel for a certain thing, and HaKadosh Baruch Hu will answer for that specific thing, and then you'll see the Chavivus of HaKadosh, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to Klal Yisrael, Bechol Kareinu Elof. So that's what it says in the Pasuk. It says, Moshe told Yisrael everything that happened, because of Yisrael. But then it says, All the different things that happened. In other words, what he's saying is, HaKadosh Baruch Hu put us in certain situations. He didn't need to put us in all those situations. By the Yamsa, for the, 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 by the Mon, to Dava for the Mon, all these things to have food. He didn't need to put us in that situation. But all of those Talois were put the, the gula was already there, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Mis'ava, and he wanted to put it in such a way that you have to daven, and then HaKadosh Baruch Hu will answer. Because that shows the Chavivus of Kal Yisrael, says the Chalam Seifer. So that's what he was, Moshe was bringing out this point to, that's what he was adding. He was adding this point 
to Yisrael, and he was telling him all the tlaws that happened were because of the chavivus of Klai Yisrael that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wanted us to daven for that specific thing. And once we daven for that specific thing, Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered, because he wants it. And that's on that, Yisrael came along and he said, Baruch Hashem. On that thing he was happy. This concept of the chavivus of HaKadosh Baruch Hu to Klai Yisrael, that's what he came and he said, Boy Baruch Hashem. I actually saw in Rav Shimon Schwab as a safer on on an English safer on, on Tzfilah. And he says that it says, Vayitzaku el Hashem, by, by, by the Yamsuf it says, Vayitzaku el Hashem. And Rashi says, Tofsu umno savisehem. They took, they were davening, they took the craft of their fathers, that their fathers daven, daven, daven chakras, Yitzhak daven mincha, and that's what they were davening. And he points out, I believe he says it from Rabbi Rucham, that he points out that, what, what kind of, Dimian is it to the tefillah of Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov. Avram, Davin, Shachris. Yitzchak, Davin, Mincha. Here, they're stuck. They have nowhere to turn. And now they're davening. It's a whole different concept. It's not the same, it's not the same type of concept. So Rav Shem Shwab says, no, that's really what every tefillah should be. Every tefillah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants that you should be davening for a certain thing. You should feel like you can only come onto HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that's what the tefillah is. That's what really every tefillah is. So it could be that when, when the Gemara says, when, when Yisrael, the, when the Mechilta said that it was a Gnusan of Klai Yisrael, that it was only Yisrael that said, Boy Baruch, what, 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 are they, what are they missing? What was Klai Yisrael missing? They said Shira, so he said it a different way. He said Baruch, like what, what, what's, what are they missing for Klai Yisrael? What's the Gnusan? So it could be, but when you say Baruch, I believe it's a Lashon of Yachid. It's on a certain individual. Right? It goes to on an individual that HaKadosh Baruch would think. So Klai Yisrael, they said Shira. They looked at it as Klai Yisrael. HaKadosh Baruch Hu saved Klai Yisrael. They said Shira for the, for the miracles that Klai Yisrael did it. But Yisrael got this point of the Chaviva and the Cheshivas of each person on his own tefillah. And that's what he was saying, Baruch on. That they didn't have. That, to have this Yechidus, that the, each individual person has a way to daven. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu answers. And there's a Chavivas for each individual person. That's what they didn't... That's what they didn't, that, that, that we weren't misbelieved. They said, Shira on the greatness of Klai Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Klai Yisrael. But the Hashivas of each individual person, that he's Bechol Karein Olav, that he could daven for something that he needs, that, that's, that's what Yisrael was coming to be, Mechadosh. The Pazit continues and it says that Yisrael came to Meishu Rabbeinu and he said, everyone's standing and they're waiting in line to get to you and Meishu explained to him all the things that he needs to do. And... Rashi brings down that because he added this parsha, a letter was added to his name. It was called Yeser, and now he's called Yisra. He added a parsha to the Torah. Blake Gerard points out that you see an interest, uh, you see something that till now Yisra accomplished a lot. He was a, a priest of Midian. Now he went ahead and he was Megayer and he grew and he came to Moshe Rabbeinu. Right? All those things are a, a person moving up a level by a level. But once a person has, is Mechaving to the Das of the Torah, and he says, this is what the Torah wants because they, they put it into the Torah. So then that person becomes a different entity entirely. It's not some the same person who's growing level by level. But if he's able to be, put his das and understand the das of the Torah, so then he becomes a new person. And any person that's mecharash achidosh, says Rebbeib, anyone that's mecharash achidosh, and his das is das of das of the Torah, he also becomes like a different, becomes a different metzius. And you find that in life, people change. They, they don't become a, a better person, they do more. They become different people entirely. But what's interesting is that the Pasuk, where Rashi brings down the Pasuk, it says that they added a Parsha to the Torah. He says they added the Parsha of Atos Sechazeh. And that's not really where the Parsha starts. The Parsha starts, Loi Toi Noble Tibol, there's a whole Parsha. So why didn't Rashi say that he added the Parsha from the beginning? So you see, even if your Das is the Das of the Torah, and, but when you're trying to 
get someone to do something, you're trying to say something, you can't just come with the negative. You can't say, and not have an Eitzah for what the person does. Right? It's not, the Loi Toi anyone could do that. Loi Toi you're not doing it right, you're not doing it right. That's not the way you do it. It's Va'ata Sechse. He came and he said, Loi Toi and I'm giving you an Eitzah of Ato Sechse. So then that's where you come, and that's the way it works, if you want, even if you're right. Right? But it won't help the person to change if you come and, let's say, uh, uh, your kid spills the milk. Right? So you come, you can't do that, you can't do that. If you come and you say, let's figure out how we could keep the clean floor, you know, if we, we could keep the floor clean if we do this and this and this. It's a much better way of getting the message apart. So that's why it's called Va'ata Sechazeh. Because the Ata Sechazeh wasn't just the negativity, it was the Eitzah. If you have a, a negativity, you have to come with an Eitzah and a better way of how to do it, and you have to explain that even if you have the Das Torah. The Pasuk says, um, then they came to Harsinai, Bachodesh Ashlishi, Betes Ben Yisrael, Meir Tosayim, Bo Mid Harsinai, by Yisrael, Meir Fidim, the Pasuk says, Vayavoy Bim Harsinai. And then the Tziv says that it's really a double, I mean, Rashi and the Tziv, they all learned what, it's a double Lashon. It says, Vayavoy Ashlishi, Betes Ben Yisrael, Meir Tosayim, Bo Mid Harsinai. And then it says, Vayisum Merfidim, Vayavoy Ad Mil Barsinai. It says it twice. So the, the, the Drosha, they make a Drosha that just like when they came to Sinai, Rashi says they did it with Tshuva, and when they came to Sinai, it was with Shuvah, so too by Yisum and When they left Rafidim, it was also done with Shuvah. And the Tzitz says it a little bit differently. He brings, them, uh, he brings that the Pshad is that when they came to Har Sinai, it was ready to be Makabal the Torah. So too by Yisum Rafidim. When they left Rafidim, they were also ready to be Makabal the Torah. So he says, but like, what's the Nafkamina? When they were ready to be Makabal the Torah. When they left Rafidim, when they came to Har Sinai, right now they're ready to be Makabal the Torah. So then the Tzitz says that you see the importance of the preparation. And he brings a riot from Rebchia. We know the famous story by Rebchia, that Rebchia needed, the Torah was, was in danger of being forgotten. And he went and he planted and he this, just to make klafim and just to make pens and just to make ink. And he started all the way from the beginning. And just to get the klafim, just to be able to write. And most before Shem learned that the reason why he did it like this, I believe the Goin says, the reason why he did it like this was because when you're starting something with Torah, you have to have kavana the whole way through. In other words, from when you start, everything involved, from the cloth, from the planting, everything has to be with the right kavana. But the Nitzv says a little differently. The Nitzv says that you see from here that the more preparation you put into something, it's to prepare himself for it, to get, to get ready for the, to get ready to learn the Torah. The more preparation, the more you'll get out of the Torah. And that's what it means. Vayisum Rafidim, that they already started to be ready to be Mekabal, the Torah from Harsinai, uh, from when they left Rafidim. That shows a more of a preparation. They were preparing themselves from then by Yisum Rafidim. And that's what Rabkia was doing. Rabkia was doing was preparing all the kids to get, to get ready for Yisrael to do the Torah, doing everything that he could to prepare himself to get to, to, get to that point. The, the Pasuk says that, so there's back and forth between Moshe Rabbeinu and Akadosh Baruch Hu throughout the six days or seven days before Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu says to him, You should be to me for Amleches Koyanim V'goy Kodesh. I saw, recently I saw a story that there was a fellow that was an Eretz Yisrael, and he was a, a boychen in different yeshivas. He would go to different yeshivas, and he would give fahers in those yeshivas. And there was one yeshiva where he had a special connection with a certain boy. He thought this boy was, you know, was always good. He was on the ball. He was a Bakishra, and he had a bright future. And he developed a little bit of a shaykhis with him. And one time he came back to, the next time he came back to that yeshiva, he saw that that boy was missing. He wasn't there anymore. And when he started asking around what happened to that boy, they, after hemming and hawing a little bit, he got out of them that he had fell into a bad chevra, and he was actually arrested, and he was embarrassed to come back to yeshiva, and he was hanging out in some place. 
So he found out where he was and he sent him a letter and he said, listen, I enjoyed learning with you so much when I used to come and I miss it and I like to hear your chadusha, I like to hear what you have to say. And he enclosed in the envelope 100, 100 shekel and he says, please, let's correspond. I'm going to write you a question. You'll write me the answer and so on and so forth. And after doing this, he, he answered. And eventually this guy became... Tom Chochemi became a Magachir, and he said what caused him to do that was that this fellow had confidence in me, that even though I was down and I thought that I would never come back and I would never be able to make it, but when this guy wrote me that letter, I had the confidence that someone had confidence in me, that I was able to become and go ahead and do it, so that gave me the confidence to survive and to overcome what I was going through, and eventually I came back. So if you look at the Pesach, the Pesach says, Va'atem tiuli, va'atem tiuli, you will be. In other words, HaKadosh Baruch was saying, right now you're at the Mem Teshari Tumah. I know that doesn't look good. You don't, you don't know what you are. But Vatem Tiuli, I see your potential. You will be. Vatem Tiuli, you will be. And you have that potential. And that's what HaKadosh Baruch was telling them. Vatem Tiuli. And the Aseris Adibris, when it comes to the Aseris Adibris, so I saw the Rebbeinah Bechaya gives an order of why they go through each order of the Aseris Adibris. Or if Shamshir and Folher says that if you look at the two sides of the Luchas, so the first side of the Luchas is the Bein Adam Lomakam part. So it starts with Anoichi Hashem Alekecha. The first thing is you have to have Amunah Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, whether it's part of the Aseris Adibris or not, but it's, you have to have Amunah Bashem. But he says that's not enough to have Amunah Bashem. You could have Amunah Bashem, but it has to manifest itself in a certain way. It has to be Loisisa, you have to be careful with your Dibra. You can't use your Dibra for the wrong thing, Loisisa Shem Hashem. It has to be manifest itself in the actions. It has to be Zohar, Siyah, Meshav, You can believe that there's Hashem, but it has to show itself in a certain way. It has to be in Kavari, Sabicha, Vesimecha. They have to be in relation with a family situation. That was the fact that you have Amuna, that's good. That's the way to start. But it has to manifest itself and it has to show other positive ads. It's not enough to have the Amuna. And when you look at the side of the Bein Adam so it starts with Loisirtzah, because in social, you have to act in a certain way. To have a society, you have to act in a certain way. But the fact that you act in a certain way is not necessarily a proof until you come to Loisachmer, because Loisachmer is something which nobody knows. Right? Nobody knows what you're thinking. Nobody knows what you're... Homelina well, HaKadosh Baruch knows what your L'sachman is. And that means that even though you're able to do certain actions, but it has to be the actions with your mind you have to have that why you're doing certain things. So it's not enough. And that's why the, the book ended with Anoichi Hashem Alekecha and L'sachman. They're both totally in the mind. And they're both totally... First you have the Amunah, that's totally in your mind. And L'sachman also, because a person could do certain things but that's not the end all. There has to be the loisachmoid. The actions don't necessarily show that you're doing it for the right reasons. It has to be loisachmoid. It has to be, I guess, like Rahman Oliva boy, that it has to be for the right motives. And it has to be, and that's the connection, that's the bookend between Anoichi and loisachmoid. They're both with the same concept. That you have to have a tzitoli in your das for what HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants. I just want to say well, one thing I saw in the Rabbeinach Bechaya, when he brings down Kavar Savicha Vesimecha, so he says, that the schar for kavodis avicha vesimecha is that you get arichas yomim, and he says because sometimes you'll have a father that's older and it's very hard for you to, to give him the proper kavod, right? So he says that you should know. So he brings from her side you should know that this that you're giving him the proper kavod is really for you because this way you have arichas yomim. I believe the Chassam Seifer says that it's because a person could say I have to wait, I have to take my time, and take care of my father. Where am I going to have how am I going to become a Talmachal? I have to take care of my father. So that's why it says that you get Arichas Yomim, don't worry, HaKadosh Baruch will, will, make up, will, will make up the time. But I saw what's a chat. I can't remember where I saw it. But it says that that we have to overcome Esau. So he, he wanted to say that 
the Gedolim today, or those people today, are living much longer than they used to live. The lifespan is much longer. And he says, because we have to overcome Esav. Esav has a schus of Kibar Ovaim. That schus of Kibar Ovaim stays with Esav. So the, old, the people are living longer to give us that schus of Kibar Ovaim to take care of our fathers so that we should overcome the schus of, uh, of Esav. That's why the people are living longer. That's right. Okay.